our words create life, health, happiness, or our very words can destroy our lives. Seven five nine eight. Watch your mouth. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word because, brother, you need the word. We welcome all of you joining us by television and those of you joining us at brothersoftheword.com. Stay tuned to today's message. We're always happy to have you tune in. What a wonderful blessing to have you join us on today. Well, open your Bibles, if you will, up to the book of Psalms, the book of Psalms, book of Psalms, chapter 141, the book of Psalms, chapter 141. And I'd like to just read a verse there, Psalms 141, and we'll read verse 3. When you get there, say amen. Psalms 141 and verse 3, and let's read it together in unison. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep the door of my lips. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep the door of my lips. And I just want to use as a subject, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Turn your name and say, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. The word watch there is literally the, the word guard. The word guard. And so he was saying his prayer was, Lord, guard. Literally set a guard at my mouth. Keep the doors of my lip. One translation reads it, set a guard over my mouth, O Lord. Keep watch over the door of my lips. You realize that your life can be blessed or cursed based on what comes out of your mouth. You are the prophet of your own life. And I've heard so many people use words so carelessly, speaking of themselves. I've heard people say, I am so stupid. I'm just an idiot. My life is ruined. That's the death of me. I have one friend, he says all the time, you're killing me. You're killing me. I hear people say that I'm not able. I can't do it. I'm sick. Money is tight. And I hear all these type of words. And, and I, I think about this scripture, set a watch, O Lord. Over my mouth, keep the doors of my lips. Proverbs 6, 2 says, Thou art snared with the words of thy mouth. Thou art taken captive with the words of thy mouth. So we're literally trapped, taken captive by the words of our mouth. And that's exactly those sayings that I just gave you. I've heard those people say those type of things. And when I looked at their lives, they were having exactly what they were saying. They were trapped by the very words that came out of their mouths. They were taken by the very words that came out of their mouths. One writer said this. One writer said, you said you could not. And the moment you said it, you were whipped. You said you did not have faith. And doubt rose up like a giant and bound you. You are imprisoned with your own words. You talk 
failure, and failure held you in bondage. Jesus himself even said in Matthew chapter 12, verse 37, he says, by thy words, thou shalt be justified, and by thy words, thou shalt be condemned. The psalmist says something very interesting in Psalms. You don't have to turn there, but in Psalms 45, verse 1, the psalmist says, my tongue is the pen of a ready writer, meaning you write the script of your own life. You write the script of your own life. What are you writing about your life? What are you writing about your future? Your tongue is the pen of a ready writer. What are you writing? What script are you writing for your life? Turn to your name and say, what script are you writing for your life? Words are spiritual containers. They carry power. Words make us or break us. Words heal us or make us sick. Words destroy us or make us full of life, health, and happiness. Words that you spoke on yesterday make life what it is today. Flip over with me to 1 Peter chapter 3. I want to show you this scripture here. You'll see the impact of words in our lives. 1 Peter chapter 3, toward the end of your New Testament. 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 10. You will see here that words can destroy us or words can make us full of life, health, and happiness. Look at 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse number 10. Notice what it says there. For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile. Notice the verse criteria, the first prerequisite, the first instruction given. He said that if you want to enjoy life, you want to see good days, you want to have a good life and see good days, you're going to have to watch your mouth. That's the first thing he said. You're going to have to watch your mouth. So our words create life, health, happiness, or our very words can destroy our lives. And so words are seeds They take root, they grow and produce fruit after their own kind. So just look at words as seeds. They take root, they produce and grow and produce fruit after their own kind. Now you create a positive or negative environment with your words and your words are, they're like building blocks. And so you actually frame your own world with your words. That's what God did. God framed the world with his words. He framed the world with his words. So words are spiritual. They are powerful. And so we frame our world with our words. And so you frame your own world. And whether you create it positive or negative, Here's the catch. You have to live in the world you create. You have to live in the world that you create. And so words are powerful. Words are powerful. That was a particular doctor who understood the power of words. And one prescription that he gave to all of his patients was for them to say at least once every hour, I'm getting better and better every day in every way. 
And he had his patience to say that every day, at least one time, every hour. I'm getting better and better every day in every way. And with his patience, he began to see amazing results. His patience began to recover much faster than normal. He saw health springing forth. He saw amazing recoveries, but simply it was a prescription of saying, I am getting better and better every day in every way. Turn to your neighbor and say, I am getting better and better every day in every way. See, your body can hear that. Your body can feel that. And so your body begins to line up with your words. Your body begins to line up with your words. There was another study done, and it was a very interesting study. This study was done some time ago, but it was it was reported in one of the Reader's Digest issues. But there were a group of people, about 3,000 people, age 65 and older, and they were asked to rate their health either excellent, good, fair, or poor. And the study showed that the people who said their health was poor, they were four to five times more likely to die within four years than the people who said their health was excellent. And here's the catch. These were groups that had comparable health. There was no difference in their health. But one group said their health was excellent. The other group said their health was poor. And the group with the same health, they were four to five times more likely to die within four years simply because they said their health was poor. Turn to your neighbor and say, my health is excellent. (laughs) My health is excellent. My health is excellent. My health is excellent. And so our words are powerful. Our words are powerful. That was a lady. She was having a medical problem and she was running this high fever all the time. And the doctors couldn't figure out why. And they began to look at what the woman was saying. And when they began to study her words, the lady said several times a day, that burns me up. That just burns me up. That was that was like her catchphrase. That burns me up. And so they found out that when they once they were able to get her to stop saying that her fever came down. Folks, your words have power. Your words have power. Your words have power. Tell your name and say, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. There was a man who was constantly saying that he would not live to be 40 years old. And he told people that all the time. He said, I don't think I'll live to be 40 years old. And do you know he died when he was 39? He prophesied his own future. Folks, your tongue is the pen of a ready writer. You're writing your own script. You're writing your own future. You're writing the script for your own life. And that's why the psalmist said, he said, Lord, set a watch over my mouth and keep, Lord, and keep the doors of my lips. He understood. He understood the power. He understood the power of words. My mother often told the incident in her life where my mother was uh, in her younger days when she was having children. She was having children. She went through a period where she was having children back to back. So she had she had three boys and they were all one year apart. And so my mother says she got to the point where she would run into people and they would seem like they would see her at the same point in her pregnancy that they saw her the year before. And so it just looked like she was always pregnant. <laughs> And so my mother said she finally got embarrassed. And so she started telling them, no, I'm not pregnant. It's just a tumor. 
She said, this is just old tumor. And would you know, years later, she did develop a tumor. Folks, the Bible says you will eat your own words. You will eat your own words. Proverbs says that your belly will be satisfied from the fruit of your lips. You will, in other words, you'll eventually eat your own words. Now, the question is, what type of meal are you preparing yourself? (laughs) You will eat your own words. And so if you want to change the direction of your life, you want to change what you're having in your life, you have to change your words. You have to change your words. You have to watch your mouth. You have to watch your mouth. Joel 3.10 says, he says, let the weak say, I am strong. Let the weak say, I am strong. So notice that. Don't say what you have. Say what you want to have. He said, let the weak say, I am strong. So what you're doing, you're calling it forth. You're calling it forth. You're calling it forth. If you went out on the porch and you wanted the dog, don't call the cat. Call the dog. And so that's what we do. If you want health, don't call sickness. See, if you're sick, you're already sick. Don't call sickness. You're trying to get health to come. And so you have to call health. So you have to call what you want. Don't call what you have. You have to call what you want. Turn your name and say, call what you want. You have to call what you want. Romans 4.17 says, this is how God operates. God is always calling those things that be not as though they were. So God said, Abram, I'm changing your name to Abraham. I am calling you father of many nations. And Abraham's name was father of many nations. And so that's what God was doing. He was calling the things that be not as though they were. Abraham had no children, but yet he was called the father of many nations. That's the principle God operates by. God calls those things that be not as though they were. You ever notice that when God created the world, he stepped out into the darkness and he didn't say, man, it sure is dark out here. You notice what God said? God says, light be. He called forth light. He didn't step out there talking about the darkness. He called what he wanted. Folks, you have to call what you want into your life. Stop talking about what you already have. That's already there. If you're going to change anything in your life, you have to call what you want. Don't call what you have. You call what you want. And so he said, let there be light. Literally in the, in the Hebrew is light be, light be. And so that's why the Bible says when you're weak, say you're strong. It's the same principle. You're calling in what you want. You're calling in. I declare there's some people in here right now. You need to say, I am wealthy. I am healthy. I am happy and I am wise. I'm happy, I'm healthy, I'm wealthy, and I'm wise. Now, that may be the furthest thing from your reality, but keep in mind, we're calling in what we want. We're calling it for. We're calling the things that be not as though they were. You ought to make that your nickname. Just call me happy, healthy, wealthy, wise. (laughs) Make that your nickname. Make that your nickname. Now, Jesus said the same thing in Mark 11, 23. Jesus said you will have what you say. You'll have what you say. He said, whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith 
shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Notice he mentions saying three times. He only mentioned believing once, meaning you have to say it three times as much as you believe it. Whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. And so you got to say it, turn your neighbor say, you got to say it three times as much as you believe it. You got to say it three times as much as you believe it. Now, Jesus also said this. He said, take heed what you hear. Take heed what you hear. Take note of what's coming out of your mouth. Take heed what you hear. Take heed what you hear. Take note of what's coming out of your mouth. When you get ready to say something, ask yourself this. Is this what I want to come to pass in my life? Before you say it, just ask yourself that question. Is this something I want to come to pass in my life? Our words have power. Our words have creative power. Our words are containers filled with spiritual power. And the power works on the good or the bad. Now, Proverbs 18, 21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue, meaning the words can go either way. You can either speak life to a situation or you can speak death to a situation. It's your choice. Death and life are in the power of the tongue and you choose whether you speak life or whether you speak death. Now, when you speak life, you're speaking God's perspective of the situation. When you're speaking death, you're speaking and declaring life's negatives over the situation. And so you have to choose every time you speak, am I going to speak life or am I going to speak death? And folks, it'll change the way you speak. Put a watch over my mouth, O Lord, and keep the door of my lips. Praise God. Let's just say some things. Since we're studying your words, and the Bible says that a man has joy by the answer of his mouth. Man has joy by the answer of his mouth. So learn to speak some wonderful things over your life. Speak God's word. Now, God's word is spiritual power. It's life. And we're able to take God's word and engraft it into our own being and allow his words to come out of our... Folks, we're made in the image of God. And just like God is a creator, we're made in his image. That same creative force, we put it in our mouths and we speak and we create our worlds. And so that's why the devil wants to get a hold of your mouth because he understands the creative power, creative force that's in your mouth. And so you don't let him get a hold of it. Now the Bible says the law the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of the spirit of sin and death. So stay over in the law of the spirit of life. Everybody say the law of the spirit of life. You want to stay over in the law of life. Let the law of life flow out of your mouth. So speak God's word out of your mouth. Declare it over your life. Speak it to situations. And because our words are, are creative force, they're creative powers. Well, let's just declare some things. Say, I am blessed. I am whole. I am healthy. I am well. I am happy. I am creative. I live a long life. I have a wonderful future. I serve a wonderful God. God prepares my footsteps. 
He watches over my life. Opportunities are coming my way. Favor is being showered down on me. Better days are ahead. Things are looking brighter in my life. God is good. And I'm a child of God. And I walk in his goodness. I walk in his blessing. I declare that I'm blessed. I declare God's protection over my life. I declare all my needs are met. Praise God. Give the Lord some praise there. Just declare some good things. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Learn to do that every day. You got to learn to speak to your body. Let your body know you're well. You're healed. Speak to it every day. Let your body know it functions in the perfection of which God created it to function. Those of you watching my television, I'm out of time. I want you to go to brothersoftheword.com. You can listen to this message in its entirety. Watch your mouth. Absolutely free of charge. You can also email it to a friend. Thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word because, brother, you need the word. You are listening to brothersoftheword.com. This was the message titled, Watch Your Mouth by C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 7598. That's 7598. To listen to over a thousand free messages or to send this message number 7598 to a friend, go to brothersoftheword.com. Listen to brothersoftheword.com often because, brother, you need the word. Oh, brothers of the word.